0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. So we're discussing the advent of Bhagavan Sri Krishna. And we heard how how the earth took the form of a cow and approached Brahma with uh, some concern, some distress, as to the burden that she felt from the um, mentality and subsequent activities of the humans that were not in consideration of that which human life bests facilitates, which as we know (laughs) nowadays apparently from the evolutionists, is that it uh, it facilitates religious experience. Hmm? They might not say that's the best part, but we do, and we think that's what differentiates us thereby from other species of life, and that would be hard to disagree with. Whether that's an objective reality, that religious experience, we don't care what they think (laughs) too much insistence on uh, what objective truth that's verifiable in the laboratory and so forth by a third person um, somewhat eclipses perhaps in the minds of many the importance of first-hand experience first-hand experience that we all have is that we exist, but it cannot be proved anywhere. Hmm? Still we live as if we exist. So, in the realm of the practical, first-hand experience is weighty. Hmm? And so, religious experience is a first-hand, subjective experience. And just because it cannot be verified, to be what the experiencer says it is is not sufficient reason to dismiss it hmm? indeed uh, it's so extraordinary and it uh, trans- transforms a person so dramatically that uh, it would seem to be compelling to take up the means to experience it oneself especially when we are from an evolutionary perspective, as as some think nowadays, we're suited for it. The brain is suited for it. Facilitate that. So, they weren't taking it up. This is a problem from Earth's perspective. Thousands of years ago, and as we see, these these ideas are uh, pertinent, relevant, even today. Earth being... A giver,
1: mm-hmm.
0: bounty of life in many respects, taking the form of a cow, expressing distress, approaching Brahma, mm-hmm. and Brahma is approaching and Vishnu. Brahma is in charge of creation, and Vishnu, the maintenance. And so, this is his affair. Mm-hmm. And the protection of the devotees, the status of the uh, maintaining the world, Vishwambar, so forth. So he told Brahma, "Well, yes, I'm aware of it. I'm Vishnu, Vishvatma. I'm everywhere. I'm in everything. Hmm? And uh, here's how we're going to take care of it, Krishna. Uh, I'm going to descend in a particular form mm-hmm. and tell the other the devas and." Uh, the the devis, all to appear on earth to assist me in my (coughs) leela. So, this sounds like the descent of Bhagavan, the Abhutara of Bhagavan. And it's Vishnu speaking to Brahma. And so, that's his perspective. Vishnu's perspective, the... uh, is that uh, he's the source of the different avatars. They come through him.
1: Mm.
0: Of course, we know that when Krishna appeared in the world, that Vishnu has, uh, expressed a special desire and made a special arrangement to get the personal darshan of Krishna. When in Dwaraka he stole one after another the brahmin's sons and and um, even Arjun couldn't remedy the situation and uh, vowed that if he could not he'd commit suicide Krishna stepped in and didn't allow Arjun to commit suicide and took him to the to the uh, abode of Vishnu who said I just wanted to have your darshan, you and Arjun hmm? and the wonderful pastimes that you're performing are very attractive to me, and so on and so forth. This is one of the uh, instances, one of the examples cited by Shijiva Goswami to establish a truth that is central to understanding the whole Bhagavatam. And that is what? Krishna is to Bhagavan, so I am right. That, 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 that Krishna is the avatari. So the language here seems to indicate that he's an avatara. Avatara Avatari means the source of avatars. Hmm? Um, but, the, as we'll see, hmm, he, for the sake of one perspective, in a valid religious and spiritual perspective, he, perspective, he appears as an avatar. Hmm? But that's not the only perspective, and objectively speaking, it's not the full perspective. The Gaudi perspective is the, is, the, is, the, is they're viewing from the best, uh, most complete vantage point and they see Krishna as the avatari and this is of course the Gaudi's book, the Bhagavatam, so it comes out. But there are places in the book where it seems to say otherwise. Hmm. So you have to study it very carefully. Nityam bhagavata Sevaya. You have to study it regularly always and under the guidance of the Bhagavatam. Hmm and we have no better bhagavata than chaitanya mahaprabhu who is krishna himself in his sadhaka deha trying to attain radha's prema mm-hmm. and his followers the goswami shibha roopa and so forth mm-hmm. these people uh these devotees the lord and his devotees have brought out the significance of the bhagavatam as no one else previously has ever done, the way in which they've focused on the Bhagavatam and pointed out its significance um, within the context of the entirety of the of the Hindu sacred text, uh, the, the religious canon of the Hindus is itself a very ex- extraordinary um, exercise in, or example of their knowing the Goswamis. They're described by Sri Vasucarya, and appropriately so. As what did he say? He said, "Hmm?" No, that's another verse. Nāna na shastri vichara naikaripu no sad dharma and lokanam hita karino." If you believe for for the right reasons, they collected all these scriptures together. Hmm. and um, like the Vyas attempted to do with his sutras tie a thread, sutra means a thread literally, through all the Upanishadic verses so that they would be seen to make sense, make them into one garland and and offer them to the Lord hmm. uh, the many sounds to make a concordance of them, so the Gosamis were doing this and this is the work of the Acharya hmm. so Prabhupada said, first business of the acharya is to write a commentary." <laughs> Somebody asked me what I how why I wrote a commentary on the Bhagavad Gita. He said, "I thought that was only for acharyas." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so at any rate. Uh, not only writing, but achar their behavior so this must be exemplary as well. They must exemplify what they've what they 've written about so um, so so anyway, Goswami, such extraordinary command of the sacred text it 's quite um, mind boggling to read see how the Nana Shastra to each other and they took all from all these different shastras and and they tied a thread through them. Hmm? The, the Sundarvas of Jiva Goswami, sandharva also means like a necklace. So he took and made a necklace of so many verses of the Bhagavatam hmm? Hmm. to bring out its its significance. Pujapachita Marsh once gave the example that America is the most powerful for the time being. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, country in the world and has a huge military-industrial complex, but we don't see its weapons everywhere, pretty through the streets like Russia used to have these big parades and take the missiles through the streets and convince the people of their power, of the country's power and so forth. It was a bit like the Wizard of Oz, as it turned out, but um, it all kind of folded <laughs> with boo, you know. uh, But um, But uh, America is anyway a very powerful country, but you don't see the missiles everywhere. Um, But if the nation was to be attacked, then they would come out from everywhere. Hmm. Um, Now there seems to be a threat of its own citizens coming out against, so uh, things change. But um, his point was that Vrindavan is like this. It's very powerful, Hmm? Uh, one particle of dust from there has the power to drown the whole world with knowledge hmm? Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur once commented like, commented like this about Gorkashor Das Babaji when it was, he was questioned by one of his disciples who had some encounter with the West and uh, not questioned but he made a statement that they have questions that we cannot answer he dismissed it, he said, with a particle of dust from the feet of Gorka Shoradas Babaji, who was illiterate. Hmm? From a material, whatever, academic point of view, he was illiterate. He said, just from a particle of dust from his lotus feet, there's enough knowledge to drown the whole world. Hmm? Mm -hmm. So, but Brindaban at the other, at the same time, doesn't look like that. It doesn't look powerful, like a big karmi, a big uh, acquirer, hmm? uh, who has um, got the resort resources to do a huge yajna and uh, tons of ghee, and which means you need lots of cows, which means you know, you're pretty powerful. Hmm? Owning a cow thats uh, and being able to take care and so forth appropriately, that requires some power, some wealth. Hmm. So, big, big, from a majority point of view, big and powerful. Vrindavan hmm. doesn't look like that. It's powerful, it has cows, that's true. But I shouldn't have used that example, perhaps. But it, 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 from the point of view of acquisition, it seems... Simple, from the point of view of knowledge, it seems ignorant. Hmm? Transcending the bigness of material life and acquisition is the knowledge that acquaints us with Brahman, which is really big. All you can say about it, it's the big Brahman, the big, the great, and words fail. Hmm? How can you, how can you advertise it? You know, they, they can talk about material acquisition at great length, the benefits and so forth. But talk about Brahman, what will you how, what, what kind of advertisement will you make? It, it's It's not this and it's not that. <laughs> uh, what can we say about it? This is the idea so so much bigger of an idea, mm. big and powerful. Mm. Knowledge has a kind is a kind of power for sure. Hmm. And by kuntha, to go beyond, it's also very overtly powerful. But, but the Braj, leela, the Vrindavan, it looks very ordinary, very simple, hard to understand. Hmm. But underlying that hmm, life of love, where the heart is out and free, hmm, the homeland of the heart, there's so much knowledge. Into, in every fiber of the place, in every grain of sand, in every particle of dust, of the brudge-rudge. Uh, the, there's, uh, as I say, enough knowledge to drown the whole world. And so he said, put you, put you, the Goswamis, they exemplify this because they are just girls from Vrindavan, milkmaidens who have no education. Hmm? But when they appear here, where knowledge is required, their knowledge is a burden that gets in the way. The knowledge that Krishna is the swayam bhagavan, that gets in the way for them. Hmm? That has to be suppressed. It is suppressed by their preem. Hmm? We need to learn that Krishna is the supreme personality of God it's so that we can eventually forget about that. Hmm. This is the way. Um, so it's an important point, most important point of the Bhagavatam from the point of view of tattva. And un- the implication is understanding tattva is pretty much required in order to develop bhava, hmm? which then provides for the kind of forgetfulness that that, uh, that Vrindavan is uh, characterized by, such to the extreme, to the extent that Krishna himself forgets himself hmm? under the influence of prema. So, yeah. in this world, however, there's a need for knowledge. So these village girls who appear to have no knowledge when they come here Ooh. such command they had of all the sacred texts it's, some, it's, it's mind-boggling to, to read and the references that they pull out and the way they put it together and so forth it's masterful hmm? so just like if the country in the United States is attacked then the military will be everywhere and you'll see its power but it, but it it keeps it suppressed because that's a little intimidating. So for the free flow of life and commerce, and they're all in the background. So for the free flow of love and vrindavan and all this power hmm, is in the background. Sometimes it shows up. Krishna showed, we we're reading from Brahmavi Mohanalila, Krishna showed that a, 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 a Aishvarya to Brahma, the measure of which uh, you cannot find anywhere. He showed from himself, innumerable Narayans emanating, from whom innumerable universes emanated, each with their own Brahma and Shiva and so forth and Vishnu. Hmm? And Brahma's foreheads they were just spinning and spinning and spinning to see that. Huh? So there is more Aishvarya in Vrindavan than anywhere. Hmm? And 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 more sweetness too, but the sweetness takes precedent. But the Eisvar is in the background, which is, as we said the other day, without the one, you don't have the other. Without the Aishwari in the background, isn't that sweet? Mm. Because what he does is human-like, and in doing so, makes himself accessible to us, even though he is the great, mm. which distances us from him. This is. This is extraordinary. This is Madurya. Sweet. So, anyway, they had great command. These Goswamis of the scripture, and and lokanum for the for the out of compassion for the people, for the people of this world, they they compiled all these scriptures together, and they laid stress on the Bhagavatam you know, in a way that no one had ever done before. Very extraordinary. So much so that if you hear about it, you think, yeah, "Who? Well, of course. Who would? It's, it's the most important book in in, in the, of the sacred texts of the Hindus. Who would think otherwise?" But nobody thought about it like that. It was looked over by by Madhva a little bit, and Ramanuja didn't didn't practically touch it. Hmm? went to the Vishnu Purana so forth as this main main book and, and so on. So the Goswamis they have brought it out. And they've brought out the Bhagavatam and then what is the, the this 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 principal point of the Bhagavatam among other things, but this principle point, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. And they've shown that even though Bhagavatam in some places seems to say otherwise, hm, hmm. if you look at it its entirety and context, it's very clearly making the point. Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. Hmm. It's the important point of tattva and, and understanding this tattva is essential for for awakening bhava and prame. Because after all, if um, that kind of prame hmm, that the bruj um, is an is an example of, it um, it requires a perfect object of love to, for perfect giving, complete giving. Hmm must be a perfect object of love. So this is how the Goswami have analyzed. Well, because he has demonstrated the capacity to reciprocate in love in ways that exceed even that of Narayan in Vaikuntha or any other avatar and so forth, therefore he must be the supreme source of love, the supreme lover. And so... um, by focusing, by reposing our loving propensity in him, then that kind of Vrajapakti is, uh, is, is uh, facilitated. It, uh, uh, not by reposing it in any other avatar or any other um, um, expansion of himself and so forth. So, it's a very important point. Krishna makes it in the Gita when he says, Aham sarvasya prabhava matasavam prabhartate iti matbhava jante mam buddhava samanbhita Knowing me, aham sarvasya prabhava to be the source of everything, Sundar. Then one has the kind of uh, knowledge of where to repose one's loving propensity to the uh, to the the fullest. Hmm? Um, as they surrender to me, I reward accordingly. Who is Krishna then? Hmm? He's saying this verse. Who is Krishna? Hmm? Hmm? Krishna is Chaitanya is Mahaprabhu. Hmm? This verse is telling us that from Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. These two are one and the same. So this is where the Goswamis go from there. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that, that Krishna. Why? Because Krishna says, tamam tam As they worship me, I reciprocate accordingly. So, so the devotees go, great, okay, we'll worship Krishna. And some devotees, these milkmaidens of Vrindavan, they took him up on that. They worshipped him completely. He says, I can take any worship. Hmm? Anything you can throw at me, I can respond. Hmm? This is, it, this is a, it doesn't get any better than this. Hmm? Uh, so they threw everything at him. They threw everything at him, things that we think you shouldn't throw at him. Hmm? <laughs> Shocking was their idea to... to uh, surrender themselves such that it appears to be crossing over the Dharma and so forth. Hmm? And what happened? He gave up. He surrendered to them. He says, as you surrender to me, I reciprocate. Well, they surrendered to him completely. So he had to surrender to them. Hmm? And so the, the fulfillment, the full taking this, this statement of Krishna, as you as you approach me, I reciprocate accordingly. No one has approached him with more completely than the gopis. So taking that verse to its extreme, what do we find? We find Krishna surrendering to them. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? the complete uh, Krishna, hmm? who is seen through eyes of devotion, who corresponds with the devotion rendered. Hmm? So very anyway, a very important point. Krishna's two I'm here Here is an instance in a Bhagavad where it appears that Krishna is the avatar of Vishnu. Mm-hmm. That's a valid perspective. That's a Vaikunta perspective. Mm-hmm. We we honor that. We as Chaitanyaites, we honor all the Va- Vaishnav Sampradayas in their perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's rather kind of inclusive. Hmm? Their conception fits within, but ours overrides. <laughs> that's the idea. Uh, that's why they can't include us. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can include them, but they can't include us. Hmm? They should, but. Uh, hmm. So, for example, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, after making a strong case for this point that Krishna is the source of Narayan, Kaviraj Goswami says, but anyway, if you want to see chaitanya Cet- mahaprabhu is that same krishna if you want to see chaitanya mahaprabhu as the avatar of of, uh, of mahavishnu eh, well that's okay it's not very flattering but yeah you know, it it could be looked at from that angle hmm? and you could have a life on, based on that perspective but it's not the Vrindavan life hmm? Mm-hmm. Hmm. it's the uh, uh, by by, by, by perspective, which is valid, it's in Bhagwan they don't know about Golok, they don't know the secrets mm-hmm. of the forests of Gopalpuri. Hmm? So so extraordinary, therefore, is his descent and the encore appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, through which it's explained, hmm? and how to how to approach it and so forth. It's a rare moments in human society that the Bhagavatam is uh, speaking about. So here, anyway, he went, that she went to earth in the form of a cow Brahma. Brahma went to Vishnu through meditation. Hmm? He couldn't go directly to him, but through meditation internally, then he got the message. Yes, I've got it, I'm coming. Hmm. And I want you to tell the other gods and the goddesses to appear on earth. So all this is this is an interesting point too because we find here as an example that not only does Krishna appear to be an avatar of Vishnu but the demigods and the go- demigoddesses seem to be his associates. So, problem. <laughs> because we don't think that Nanda Mars is a demigod uh, soda is, 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 is a goddess or a denizen of heaven or something of this sort but rather the eternal mother of Krishna, Devaki, Vasudeva and so forth so um, the idea is something like this that Krishna is um, in his full self the, the Swayam Bhagavan in Vrindavan and then he starts to expand out, incarnate from there. Rad is the svayama shakti and then it is uh, manifest in different realms of devotion corresponding with different devotional sentiments and so forth from Vrindavan to Mathura to Dwaraka, to Vaikuntha and all of its different spheres and then to the Vishnus who preside over the world and even within the context of that the heavenly uh uh, uh how do you say uh, well gods and goddesses it, 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 per, the personifications of different powers in the macrocosm of our hmm, you know microcosmic life uh, the corresponding macrocosm nature power of sun and heat and light and rain and wind and All these things, these are delegated. Brahma is a delegated power. Brahma is a person, that's true. And it said you can become a Brahma. He's a jiva. But in a deeper sense, Brahma is a delegated power because there's no meaning to that jiva who takes the post of Brahma unless he has the power to do the work of the creation. Where does the power come from? That's clearly... Discussed throughout the texts, hmm? that that's coming from from Krishna hmm? at the dawn of creation, the enlightened Brahma with the creative power and, and so forth. And so he's kind of like a jewel who reflects has light because it reflects light, something like that. The light of so the sun comes in and it reflects it, hmm? such as Brahma's power, and so with all the devas. Hmm? Therefore. In this, there is a way in which we can worship the devas and be worshiping Bhagawan. Hmm. And of course, they do that in the Braj. In the Lila, they're all, they're worshiping the different gods and goddesses. They're good Hindus. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and, but they're, they're, they're uh, the, 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 like gopis are worshiping the goddess Katyayani. Why? They want to have Krishna as their husband. Hmm? so And they can chant the names of the gods and goddesses and so forth. And it's all Krishna consciousness. That's So we can try to practice that. But <laughs> but uh, that is that is Paramahamsa. We can extract the essence everywhere. We can do the Shiva Kirtan. Huh? And here, uh, Krishna Kirtan. Hmm? Uh, it's possible, but not... Everybody's capable of doing that. Mahaprabhu Shichita dev in the Ratha Theatre, he heard a love song. Hmm? He sang a love song, I should say, from the Kavya Prakash. It's a secular book of uh, Ras Shastra, about a girl longing for her paramour lover. Hmm? When, will, when will we meet again on the banks of the revati, under the tree, and so forth. And people this this is a religious festival, you know Jagannath, the Lord of the World has just come off of his throne he 's on the street here uh, you know it 's nice that he 's come out amongst us and made himself available, but as he doesn 't ordinarily, but we should show some respect yeah <laughs> hmm? he 's being generous he 's accepting food from people who otherwise don 't have the opportunity to offer because they're, they they don 't aren 't part of the temple complex uh, and so forth. Uh, that he's accepting, he's showing he's the Lord of the universe, but with some respect he should be treated. Hmm? His name should be chanted. And Mahaprabhu was singing a, a, an ordinary love song in the Ratha Rupa Goswami, of course, could could hear that song and understand huh, what he meant. So he wrote his own verses in Sanskrit explaining the meaning. When Mahaprabhu saw those verses, he gave him a slap. Hmm? He had taken those verses and pinned them on his hut. It's like you know, printing them with <laughs> hmm? them on the bulletin board, like a neon sign of the, of those times. Hmm? This is what he's all about. Hmm? Don't misunderstand when he sings that song. And Ma said, "How could you? How could you understand my mind, my heart like this? You must have been blessed by Damodar, who, who knows these things." Hmm? So he was. Uh, Embarrassed. That's that is the god of Vaishnavism. Say things that will embarrass God, Hmm? and he'll want to draw you in close. Shh! Stop. Come here. Hmm. Something like that. So, um, so at any rate, so this, these gods and goddesses, they're they're partial. They're, They're they're jivas who have taken those posts, but they have a certain empowerment coming from Bhagawan. And there's a correspondence between them as delegated associates of the world order hmm, that uh, ultimately stems from Swami Bhagawan, the source of everything. Their hmm. um, jeevas is taking those posts and that and they have a delegated kind of a power from Bhagawan, and they are associates on another level, just like we have the associates of Vrindavan, we have the associates of the Lord in Vaikuntha. So, as Krishna manifests as Narayan, so his associates are manifest there as well. In Narayan's abode, his in intimate circle, Krishna never alone. So, as he goes as Narayan, they're there. when when Krishna, go, when Krishna goes from Vrindavan to Dwarka, hmm, Radha comes with him as Satyabhama, Chandravali comes as as um, Rukmini, and so forth. So in the Vaikuntha, and so in the heavenly realms where there is godly function to be performed through delegated powers of administration, the daivinitthrena, the godly factor nature, the power, the force of nature, and so forth. Hmm. So so these jivas, who are delegated powers, and are, in a way, partial representations of Nanda, of Yashoda, of Vasudev, of Devaki, of Subhal, Sridam, and so on and so forth. Hmm? They appear on earth. Why are they appearing on earth? Hmm? Well, because Brahma told Vishnu told Brahma to tell them to appear and so they're, therefore they're coming. But there's a there's a deeper reason, and the reason is because Swayam Bhagawan is going to manifest his pastimes on earth.
1: Hmm?
0: Am Bhagavan Krishna is going to manifest his pastimes on earth and it will appear like he's the avatar of Vishnu, but actually he doesn't live in Vaikuntha to avatara, you know, to cross over and come down. That's not where he lives. He doesn't live in Vaikuntha. He lives in Mathura. This is a very extraordinary idea. He lives in Mathura and the Brajamandal. That's where he is more than anywhere else. He says, Naham Vaikunta Tishtami. I'm not in Vaikunta. Yogi I'm not in the hearts of the yogis. Where my devotees are chanting about me, that's where I am. So this Mathura is a place where there's always a glorification of Krishna. This is this this abode of Krishna on earth. The Matura Mandal, which includes the whole of the Braj, hmm, is the source of the Goloka, even mm-hmm. hmm? because it has more in it, <laughs> more sweetness. Bhagawan's m- most charming aspect are more f- uh, facilitated and expressed there. Hmm? It's the Lila, hmm? and Goloka is the Devalila. So as much as the more the Aishwarya and the, the distance is created, the further we, we, we move from, from the center. Hmm? So the sweeter it is, the more supreme he is, right? So the gnarly is most supreme. So this is a nice point of the Gosamis. Hmm? So from earth come Golok. <laughs> From golok within Golok is the Vrindavan and then there's the Mathura and the Dwarka. And then we go to Vaikuntha, we're going down around, it's going like that. Hmm. Earth is the center. This is a geocentric <laughs> world view. everything orbiting around Earth, around Mathura, hmm. Mandal on Earth, this is the churning place hmm. for the pastimes of the Lord, which is what everything is about. Hmm. It, it comes all the way around to Shristi Leela. It's like, hmm, huh, kind of like you think, well, that's a pretty poor excuse for a Leela from our perspective. Hmm? I told somebody, there was another sannyasi, I said, well, it's called a Shristi Leela. He said, well, that's, I don't know about that. What kind of a Leela? That's kind of a bad idea for a Leela. I said, oh, you have to, you know, this is, it's the Leela of Mahavishnu. It's, you have to get. Uh, if you see it properly, then it won't be a problem. He's thinking, oh, great!" You call it a leela; it's the Krishna's play, you know, and the, it's suffering for me, and so forth. But that's just a vantage point, a perspective. It's the it's the lower end. We'll admit that of the leela, and the braj leela is the high end of that. So this is the orbit, the whole of existence. It's all different degrees of Krishna leela, from most intimate to most removed. Hmm? And you get from the most intimate all the way around to the most removed and you're back to the most intimate. Hmm? Right on earth, immature, and you can't believe it. (laughs) It's not possible. And you can't see it. Hmm? But it's there. This is the teaching. Hmm? And so, Krishna is appearing But he's not coming from Vaikuntha. He's already there. And now the time to manifest his lila has come. And he has reasons of his own as well. Besides the reasons that Vishnu is concerned with as the maintainer. He has his reasons. And those reasons are fulfilled <coughs> in the context of Krishna fulfilling his own ambitions, desires. Reasons that are independent of the world as much as he is independent of the world. Aloof from it and beyond it and forgetful of his own position as the Godhead, the Swayam Bhagavan practically. Hmm? So when that wonderful thing happens, the full manifestation of the Godhead takes place, then all the other manifestations of the Godhead are going to be within him, and all the other purposes that they might fulfill will also be fulfilled. All of his associates will also be there. So when the, orig- when the original Krishna manifests, his original associates manifest with them on earth, and then the devas, whoosh, who are partial manifestations of them, they appear on earth within those associates, just like Vishnu comes within Krishna. And then when Krishna kills the demons, which isn't really what he does, the Vishnu in him is killing them. Hmm? He's giving Putin a vatsalya rasa. <laughs> this is his his extraordinary nature. She's approaching him with a terrible idea in mind, and he's giving her vatsalya rasa. And Vishnu's killing her. Hmm? For the sake of establishing dharma and so forth. Hmm? So these kind of explanations we can find from the Goswamis um, um, churning all these shastras and uh, shedding light on, on, on Krishna in, in, in a way that no one else has ever done or even thought to do. Then you start to think, how do they know all these things? How could they do that? Hmm? And then you start to realize, oh, well, I see. Because they're one of them. They're part of that Leela. Not only just part of it, they're like really plugged in to the heart of Krishna like nobody else. So, they have a capacity to care. They understand the situation. From that perspective, everything is understood. And un, and compassion requires some understanding. Hmm? Full, From their perspective, nothing remains unknown. <laughs> so, Lokanam hmm. Hitakaranu What a tribute we owe to them. Hmm? So, here at, at any rate, as Bhagavatam is describing, they. Uh, so many things are being accomplished at the same time. And that's also the beauty of Bhagavatam, mm-hmm. that you can draw different religious conceptions from it. Mm-hmm. The Gita is marvelous in that way as well. I used to think, well, people interpret the Gita this way or that way. That's all wrong. You, know, you can't interpret it this way. You can't interpret it. The real interpretation is like this. And that's true. But then I thought after a while, well, it's really fascinating. It lends itself to so many different interpretations as people approach it, it reciprocates accordingly. Hmm? Gandhi took it as a political you know, thing and India was free. It worked pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Gita Bhakta from a political perspective. Hmm? He drew much from the Gita hmm? and inspired many people and, uh, and, and a big material thing was accomplished. People approach it for liberation, people approach it from a psychological perspective, from a social perspective, political, Vaishnav, hmm? with Aishvarya, and, and, and the Brajlila, ultimately. And people sometimes complain when we try to bring the Brajlila out of the Bhagavad Gita. But no, this is another of its... That must be there too, if everything else is coming out of it. Hmm? So many other ways that it, that it can serve human society. But it can be, it allows itself to be uh, in the service of of humanity on so many levels. So I had a change of the. This is the beauty of it, the universality of it, hmm? while maintaining, of course, that the Gaudi idea takes it to its its uh, its, its limits. So Bhagavatam, similarly, it uh, it um, it can be read to facilitate the Bhakti bhaktas and. Aishwarya and so forth, uh, uh, worship, love and reverence and so forth. And, uh, the Nimbarkas, they take something on it, the Balavas take it in a particular direction and so forth. Hmm. So, so anyway, Vishnu is going to fix things. So he's going to descend. He's the Yuga. Uh, avatara and uh, all the, all the all the Yuga avatars are coming from him they're phases of him, expressions of himself for the upkeep of the world, a certain type of upkeep, a religious upkeep of the world and this is the problem there 's irreligiousness. people are not using their human bodies for what they're wired for uh, for religious experience, so the earth has become burdened. Hmm? She's taken the form of a cow, she's innocent, she's just a giver, a provider, and she's providing, earth is providing this opportunity. As I said yesterday, it has hellish conditions, it has heavenly conditions. We get to see both, and we know neither one is worth pursuing. We know the hellish conditions, we don't want to go there. And if we're thoughtful, we know the heavenly conditions, we don't want to go there because you just end up in hell Mm -hmm. when you go there. In other words, it's circular. You go after the material enjoyments and they turn into suffering. Hmm? We go after that and we end up being frustrated. and We end up empty and again have to start over again. So so we get to experience heaven and hell right here, right now. Why have to do some yagyas and you know and this and that and, uh, and go through a whole regime of avoiding different things. You, know, you, you got hell, you got heaven right here. You've been to both already. <laughs> And you don't want either one, hmm? so it's facilitated. If you go to heaven, well, then you just want to hang on there. <laughs> There's no implications for your enjoyment. There's no repercussions. You're just enjoying. Hmm? You go to hell. You just you just want to get out, hmm? and just trying to get away from something. That's not the solution. Hmm? And to remain attached to something that. Ultimately won't endure. I mean, the life. so, I mean, if you were told, look, you got hundred million years to live, because say, oh, and take it easy today, you know. No problem. I got a hundred million years to live, or, or, or more, you know. It's like, wow, I might as well. I mean, who can even, you know, think that far? So, the heavenly life, the long, it's depicted like this, with long life and so forth. There are no repercussions for your enjoyment. Just the fruits of piety that you've, um, engaged in here, you're enjoying there for a long, long, long time. So it's a problem because it does end. Abhuvana, what is it? Abhuvana loka punavartina punavartina vartina There are all these worlds. Abhuvana loka punavartina vartina you got to come back from all of them except for mine. Yadgat vanani vartante dhama repeatedly throughout the Gita. Going there, one never returns. Going there, one never returns. Going there, one never returns. This is the homeland. That's it. You've traveled hmm? far and wide like Upa Kumar. You've seen it all now. Hmm? There's nothing like this. This, this is it. Hmm? So, earth facilitates that. Hmm? Religious experience to the extreme. Hmm? More so, than the other planes, if you will, uh, of, uh, for example, with heavens and hells and so forth, as they're talked about. So when she's abused and not taken advantage of by the humans who were the stewards and so forth, this becomes uh, troublesome, burdensome to her. Vishnu has to remedy the situation, or he's inclined to, naturally. So, to make a descent. And... That Then all the heavenly people will come also and facilitate and take birth in the in the other dynasty and in the Vrajlila and so forth. But don't think that Nanda, and Shoda, Devaki and Vasudeva are demigods. Hmm? You cannot become Krishna's mother by becoming pious. Hmm? You could become a demigod by becoming pious, but, you, but by becoming pious you never get Vatsalya rasa, hmm? Sakya rasa, Madhurya rasa. Don't think that the Apsaras hmm, in and of themselves are the gopis because they became so pious they could become gopis. This is a a perspective, for example, from the Madhva Sampradaya. We say, no, no, you you missed that. (laughs) Madhva's got a different perspective there, but this isn't the Bhagavatam, let's go deeper. hmm? It can't be saying that. It can't be saying... If you you study these gopis, for example... hmm, you, this is the whole Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Hmm? Brihad Bhagavatamrita is teaching that the gopis' love for Krishna exceeds anything. Yes, Gopu sucker, but the teaching in the book is that this lila is the supreme and the, and the gopis have the highest position there in love and intimacy. Hmm? And hmm. how can you get that then by being a pious person? Hmm. Not possible. Hmm. There's a way. And that way has been taught. I mean, the same thing with Sakyas. There's a way, and that way has been taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He is, Lakshmi herself from vaikuntha tried to go there and into the rasa dance by performing austerities, and she couldn't. And that was a huge thing for her, to take off her jewelry, Lakshmi, <laughs> dressed like a, a cow lady, you know, uh, just, uh, I mean, she's Lakshmi, which she's she's uh, you know living in marble and coral, lapis lazuli, you know, whatever <laughs> diamond <laughs> diamond palaces and so forth, and uh, and the cow people are making houses out of cow dung, <laughs> you know, carrying. Packs of cow dung on their head to make a house with, and, and, and buckets of milk and so forth, and, and milking cows—it's dirty business. You know, you live here. You know, we engage you. I told Gore uh, go Christian, get a shovel. You're here. You know, that's true. That's what we do here. You know, uh, we clean up after the cows, hmm? and, uh, and and milking them. It's, it's uh, therefore people wonder. I don't know. You know, should we drink the milk? Hmm? <laughs> It hasn't been cleaned yet, I think. (laughs) So, um, the the corruption then, the beginning of the corruption of the whole, you know, the dairy industry and and, and the caring for the cows that is so uh, important to human society. They should be cared for. They care about us. They provide for us in so many ways. So anyway, Lakshmi is going to go and milk a cow. I mean, that's not what Lakshmi does. She doesn't milk cows. She's sitting on a throne. She's giving blessings, making other people wealthy, and you know, serving her. She's serving Orion, and, 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 and chase to him, and so forth. So she had to. That's the other thing. She had to give up her jewelry. She had to give up her husband and her reputation. That she couldn't do. She, when she was told that she thought, "I'll perform What more can you do? I'll take off my jewelry. I'll go sit in the forest and perform austerities." which is, you know, like, very unbecoming for me. I'm not used to I'm a very pampered lady. Hmm? <laughs> I'm going to go perform austerities. So she performed austerities for a long time, and she was unsuccessful. And then she was told, oh, the problem is this. You've got to give up your husband. Huh? Right. I'm, I'm Lakshmi. I'm like, I'm known throughout the world for being chased to my husband. Oh, yeah. Not only have to give up your husband, you have to go with somebody else. That's like the... The antithesis of the ego of Lakshmi, whose chastity to Orion. She just I couldn't, she couldn't digest that. Hmm? This is what the Gopis had to do, crossing over the Dharma as it appeared and so forth. So she said, "That's it. I'm out. I'm out of here." Hmm? Again. So, so this is a tall, uh, tall order. Not just by material piety can you get such a simple thing. Hmm? No. So uh, this is what's taking place, although it appears perhaps on the surface otherwise. So in the course of the discussion, then uh, what uh, Sukadev says that uh, he heard uh, further what what Brahma heard. He heard the you know, Vishnu. I'm going to appear. You can, should tell the demigods they should appear, and um, and. Um, Vasudeva Grihe sakshat Bhagavan Purusha Para. Hmm? And, uh, in the house, Vasudeva Grihe in the house of Vasudeva, directly in the house, of Bhagavan Purusha Para, the Supreme Purusha, which could be interpreted different ways. Vishnu is a Purusha. But, of course, here's the Purusha Para. The Godes will take it like this. Mm-hmm. Krishna Himself will come in the house of Vasudeva. There was a, it was said when it, when, um, when Sura, the father of Vasudeva, was born, there was a, there was an oracle also at that time that the, his son his son will um, uh, like will glorify God in the world in ways that uh, have never been done before, or something like that. So auspicious Vasudeva, uh, the son of Sura, the cousin of Nanda. Hmm? as we heard, coming from the same parentage, two different wives and so forth. They had relationship. So Bhagavan Krishna will appear, demigods and goddesses should appear and then he says, So of course we did a day for this one, Balaram's appearance, but it comes up again and again in discussing the the birth of Krishna. Here, uh, he says, "Basudeva Kalanatha," hmm? <sighs> that the part, the kala, hmm? the kala of of uh, of Vasudeva Krishna will also appear, hmm? and "Sahasra vadana Swarat," "Sahasra Badana," means. It's a reference to the um, who has, uh, who is full of praise for Krishna with his thousands of heads. It said he cannot ever completely describe one aspect of one pastime of Krishna. Hmm. Such is the nature of that leela, And he's trying always forever. It's all, all, he, all that he speaks about. Sahasravadana Swarat. Hmm. So it says here that the part of Krishna, hmm? Sahasravadana Swarat, who Swarat indicates Balaram is independent, different from the full face of Balaram is appearing in uh, from Rohini. Hmm? His part, partial manifestation as an Sesh first appeared within uh, Devaki. Hmm? And mm-hmm. Agruto bhavita Devo Priya Chikishaya. Hmm? So Priya Chikishaya and his disposition is only to please Krishna. This is we discussed this at some length. This is what Balaram and all the Expansions of Balaram as the Sankarshan. It's first Krishna, then Hmm. Balaram. And it says here, Vasudev Kalanatha, it means here, he's saying that the foremost manifestation of Krishna. Hmm. Uh, So first Baladev, then Baladev expands as Vasudev, Sankarshan, Pradyumran, Aniruddha. That means that the Krishna, Vasudev Krishna in Dwarka and, and Balaram, they're kind of similar. Hmm? Do you follow? Hmm? The Vasudev Krishna who, gave, uh, who who took birth from Devaki is, is, a, is a transcendentally less complete manifestation of Krishna than Balaram. Hmm. Again, emphasis on um, the Brajlila, hmm. Balaram. Uh, so they're kind of like similar. If you were to p- compare um, Krishna in Vrindavan to Krishna in Mathura, well, you'd come up pretty short. But if you compare Balaram to Vasudev Krishna, then it gets a little closer, is the idea. Of course, they're different, also different sentiments. But uh, point being, Balaram is a big, the big guy. He's the the source of all the different expansions. So his partial expansion goes into Devaki, and then what he says. So he, he wants to introduce this. These things come at the same time. What Baladev and next Vishnu Maya Bhagavati, Vishnu Maya Bhagavati, Yogamaya. These they, they both are required for Krishna's pastimes. Balarama is required, and the Yogamaya Shakti Tattva is required. So the first, I say, expansion of Vishnu Tattva and the Shakti Tattva. Vishnu Maya Bhagavati, Yaya Jagat, Adishtha Karyate Sambhavishyati. Hmm. So Vishnu Maya, the potency of the Lord known as Vishnu Maya, who is as good as the Supreme Lord, will appear with him. This potency acting with different in different capacities. Bewilders the whole world, hmm? captivates the whole world, both material and spiritual. At the request of her master, she will appear in her different potencies, in order to execute the work of the Lord. Hmm. So um, so Krishna will appear. Hmm. Ram will appear. Hmm. And Yogamaya will appear. So these are, the, these are the three of them. We have the Jagannath, the Balabhadra, Subhadra in a sense. But Yogamaya is very... Uh, complicated, it's indicated here. She works in different ways for different purposes. So Look at her from one side, she is Mahamaya. This is her partial expansion. Jagat Mohita, the whole world is bewildered by her. Hmm? Material world. You look at her from the other side, her the full expression of herself, and then we find the whole of Vrindavan is bewildered by her. Hmm? And she is like... Um so this is the this is the brother, this is the sister of Krishna, right? This is what he's saying here. And she is like uh, like the shadow of Krishna. So she manifests in Vrindavan from Dusoda, but she's traded, hmm, So to speak. The Vasudeva Krishna merges into Nandan Krishna, her older brother, hmm, who appeared first, but Yashoda was unaware of it because of her influence within her. Hmm made her unconscious at birth. She didn't know she had a son. Hmm? Hmm. Vasudev came in the other of the night, put his son, their son merged into Nanda Nanda Krishna, his source, and took the daughter. He took the daughter outside of Vrindavan, she appeared before Kamsa. So this will come as we go on, but just briefly, uh, and spoke about her power as capable of bewildering the worlds and so forth. In other words, she relates with the non-religious in one way, hmm? the non-spiritual, the kansas, in one way, hmm? and with the devotees in another way. Each type of bewildering. hmm? One type of bewildering is really ignorance, and the other is a a divine ignorance, if you will. hmm? A divine and desirable ignorance that makes these uh, human-like pastimes all possible. So... In Vrindavan, then she becomes invisible. Where is Krishna's sister there? She's invisible. She's following him, though, like a shadow everywhere he goes, this Yogamaya. Like a shadow and just anticipating, like the perfect disciple, anticipating in advance just what her master wants and facilitating that. Hmm? This is (laughs) Yogamaya. So she's not absent there at all. Hmm. But and she manifests also in the Vrindavan Leela in different ways and as Purnamasi the mystic mm-hmm. celibate in Vrindavan who's the who's kind of a pagan you know whatever which, which uh, uh, shaman mm-hmm. hmm, of the Leela they go for her to, for potions and mantras and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the crystal ball what's going to happen and so forth and, uh, and uh, and then also a partial manifestation of yogamaya as brindadevi hmm? orchestrating the different pastimes and so forth so so here anyway now in the 10th canto introduced are this malaram hmm? and his expansion for the mature pastimes and so forth and um, um, and, 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 and yogamaya and and some explanation of the devas and what it means that they're coming and and as we'll hear next matura will be glorified. We'll go into that and we've touched on it a little bit. It's clear though Krishna's from Mathura. This is the source. This is the center. This is this is the uh, ultimate existence, earthly Matura with eyes to see what's actually going on there, the eternal leela. Of Krishna, and of course. Then we have to touch on it. it's it's a place on earth, but it's but it's not a geographical place. It's a it's a very complex uh, theological concept, the Dom. <clears throat> but we're in the midst of such um, explanation as much as words and realization can afford. So, what's the time? 10, 15. Any questions? Yes.
1: Not necessarily, not necessarily a question. But you once said that uh, on earth, in Boma Vrindavan, Mother Yashoda, that it was, the Boma Vrindavan was more, more than Goloka. Because here, Mother Yashoda, she has, what you call labor pain.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, but in the local Vrindavan, there's no such thing. That's why you know, it's more important. And now you're saying that this, this Mathura is actually the, everything rotates from here, from this earth, to Vrindavan.
0: Yeah. Um, I was just <laughs> to, which comes first. is <laughs> yeah. so kind of, yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's the idea. You're trying. To, so he
1: so, really identified i his son.
0: It's from the Goloka perspective. No. That, no, from the Goloka perspective, the aprakat lila, then it appears that that Vrindavan comes out of it. From the Vrindavan perspective, it seems to be the other way around. Uh, so... But the the, the logic of it is that which is more full? Where is Bhagawan's pleasure greater, more facilitated, and the the, the intimacy that his devotees want? That must be the fullest manifestation. So that's on earth. Otherwise, yeah, Kavi Karnapur wrote something like that in Ananda Vrindavan Champu that the reason for Krishna's appearance on earth was to give Mother Yasoda a chance to actually be a mother. Mm-hmm. But that's saying the same thing. In other words, the vatsalya rasa, for example, is more facilitated, so it's richer, it's it's expressed more. Wherever that prema is expre- is more expressed, Krishna is more present. Hmm? Mm-hmm. The more the praying, the more Krishna is there. Hmm? So it comes out more. Hmm? So it's a very interesting uh, uh concept this it's it's we're all interested in going somewhere else because where we are is just not you know making it so we're all thinking somehow go somewhere else i'm going to move here i'm going to get another yurt you know i'm going to move my own yurt I'm to, you know, or you know you know even with the ashram this is going on this we're trying to go somewhere and and Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, and the teaching of the Bhagavatam, it's really like, you're already there. Maybe something, that's a little bit of a Buddhist you know, take on things. Be mindful to where you are. It's right here. It, this is the Gaudiya thing. It's happening on earth. Hmm? And uh, so, so, go to Vrindavan, and then it starts to talk about what is Vrindavan, what is Mathura and so forth. And then you see how it's it's a non-geographical reality at the same time. Hmm? It's a, it's a it's a realm of consciousness and Earth facilitates going there or being there, taking off all the other layers. And, yes. Yes,
1: yeah, So no matter where you go, there you are. So I'm always in Vrindavan. Is that
0: through that one? Krishna? the Prophet like this. You know. <laughs> Something like that. You know. Yeah. You know. We want to go. Go where we go is, is is not about moving anywhere, but it's about our consciousness. So, yes.
1: I'm a little bit confused because. Um,
0: Me too. I, yeah. but, <laughs> so like, that's that's Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially, it's like
1: you, know, you hear one thing and then you hear something else, and you're like, but then I heard. So, for example, you said that uh, like Vishnu told Brahma, "I'm going to appear and let all of the demigods." No, to appear with me. I'm a little confused because in the past I've heard that like Krishna and like Mahabharu, they appear with their like eternal associates. And then also like in the leela, I know that Brahma didn't realize that Krishna was like Swami Bhagavan, <coughs> um, and you know stole the cowboys and then learned his lesson. You know, oh my God, this is like the supreme personality of the Godhead. And also, you know how. Um, like with, um, what's the, the demigod of, uh, the, the water, the rain? Indra, no, no, Indra, Indra yeah. you know, he, you know, Indra yeah. got angry and, you know, tried to punish him and then learned, oh, whoa, you know, same thing. So, are the, I mean, I'm a little confused about the demigods appearing with Krishna. They don't, not really making sense to me.
0: Oh, because they're still there. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and then, they, and then also I've also heard that like in the Leela, the demigods would, like look down at Krishna, at different places, like watching like, the Leela happen. So what's, so why did Vishnu tell the demig, Brahma to tell the other demigods to appear?
0: The principal, the principal demigods in charge of different things, they have to stay in place for the Leela also. Okay. Hmm? Just like Lakshmi. But there are so many denizens. Uh, well, Lakshmi is not a demigod, but she's Ryan's consort, but. <laughs> So many denizens of heaven and so forth. It, it also means like there are devotees who didn't perfect themselves. Mm. They go to heaven. Mm. Hmm? And they're, they're going to heaven, happens to correspond with Krishna's appearing on earth. So they get to come and take part in the Lela and perfect themselves. So more like the denizens of
1: heaven. Okay, so when he says heaven, you guys, not talking about like, all the named... Ones that we all mm.
0: that Shiva's Shiva's present, and Vishnu's present mm. uh, Brahma's present also in some capacity. Vishnu's present as Govardhan Hill. Mm. Brahma's present as what? Uh Nandagram. Mm. Shiva's present, there are hills. Mm. As 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 um what is the other one? Govardhan three hills. hills. Yeah. 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 hmm Huh? Barsana, Barsana, yeah so they have their representation in the Leela partially but they're they 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 have to be also for the Leela to conduct itself Indra still has to be doing its thing up there, for example drum has to be so something like that it's confusing huh? yeah. Kamsa, yeah,
1: yeah. So, are the is Kamsa part
0: of the lila? We we'll talk about him. That's coming up. Yeah, stick around for that. We we'll talk about Kamsa. So. I mean, I, yeah. That's a big topic, but yeah, he's part of the lila. There are. That's the nature of the prakat lila, the prakat, the manifest lila on earth. It has two elements to it. It has this the the internal Shakti influence and the and, and Leela, and it's a meeting place with, uh, with, uh, with less than spiritual elements, let's say. Mm-hmm. It's um, And it's particularly suitable and helpful for sadhakas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are other, other elements. Now, how close they get involved and actually see and so forth, that's another thing. That's why somebody asked me that, you know, is Krishna Leela actually real? <laughs> I mean, did it actually happen? And I said, "Well, is, is there really prame in the form of Mahaprabhu? We know there's really praying, so it must be real because the leela corresponds with the prame." <clears throat> and I answered it in that way. And then she said, "Well, but I mean, I mean, but I mean, is it real? I mean, did it happen five thousand years ago, and so forth?" And I said, "Well, the other way to think about it is that, as Krishna explains in the Gita, that." Some people see me and they think I'm an ordinary human being. So, The devotees saw all those things. Mm -hmm. Hmm. The devotees saw all those things. Mm -hmm. The coward boy saw him defeat this one, that one, and so forth. Agasur, Bakasur, and so forth. Hmm. Um, But whether everybody else saw, that's another thing. So I think there's different ways to think about it. And of course... As we'll hear also describing Matura, it's really a plane of consciousness. So, where is it? It can be anywhere. It's, it's, it's not. If it is what we say it is, like I was speaking earlier, the most full manifestation of Bhagwan, therefore the source of all other manifestations, then all things have to be with inside of it. So, all of a sudden now you have a Matura, and everything's inside. Vaikuntha's inside of it. Hmm? The whole material world is inside of it. Uh-huh. So where is it? <laughs> and it's on. It's like you know, look in the Krishna's mouth, and there you see Mother Vesoda sees the universe, and she sees inside the universe. She sees herself. Look inside Krishna's mouth, and and so forth like that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, somebody sent me a video the other day. Um, you know, on that Facebook, they send you. Think so. It was a video, and it was um, um, I don't know how to work it still. you know. I don't, but, uh, but anyway, he sent a video, and it was a video of. Um, it's first. It shows the Earth. Here is the Earth. It's this big around, you know, and he, and then um, here is the Moon. It's this big around, and here is the Sun, you know, and or here is. I don't know it started. I guess it maybe started with, I guess the moon's smaller than the earth. It started with the moon, then it went to the earth, you know, bodies out there, celestial, whatever, bodies. And then it went to the earth, and then it went to the next planet and get bigger and bigger, and Saturn and Jupiter, and then there was other planets I'd never heard of, was even bigger, and it was showing these big balls, you know, like and bigger, bigger, it was getting bigger and bigger, and then you know, the sun, and then, it just, then the biggest, then stars bigger than the sun, bigger went through this whole thing, what we know. Hmm. Here's the biggest, you know, star or something like that. And It was all over. Then it showed the earth and it was like you could barely see. It was like a just like a dot. Is that, on, is that something on my screen that's not supposed to be there? <laughs> something like that. So, um, it was fascinating to see. It was very brief, but, uh, um, the, the, what we're talking about sounds rather complex, but my point is, like, well, you know, we we have a small vantage point here <laughs> for understanding anything, actually. So it's a, it was a humbling video, and then you are one one mind on Earth that's really small.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What you can contain within there, what you can understand, and what what. The possibilities that you you think there are there are and limitations and so forth. (laughs) That's a good video. Alright, so we'll stop for there for today. इसी भक्ति विदांत सामी प्रोपाद की जाए भक्ति रक्षक सिद्धार्थ देव को सामी की जाए भक्ति सितांत सरस्वती तापु प्रोपाद की जाए और भक्ति प्रे